by Muskoka for Muskoka. Your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental. Keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Sitting in the morning sun I'll be sitting when the evening comes Watching ships roll in And I'll watch them roll away I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time there we go. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of What's in Your Wheelhouse on Muskoka Magazine We are here talking with unique local artisans and artists about their crafts, hobbies and passions We are also learning about how they became who they are today not sure if you know, but we have an abundance of talent here in Muskoka. Today we will share such story with you. My name is Bart, and I'm here with my co-captains Heather and JP from the shipyard. Say hello, guys. Hey. Hi. How are you guys doing? Great. Busy day. But, yeah, uh, it was a busy day. It was good. More importantly, can you believe it's almost the end of August? hard to believe right summer go we've even seen some uh, red leaves already uh we're not going to talk about that (laughs) i've seen a lot of sad faces on cottagers they're heading home they're heading home anyways back to our regularly scheduled broadcasting (laughs) i just want to remind everyone this broadcast is coming to you from the base satellite studio at the wonderful sada city brewery in gravenhurst i'd like to introduce our Guest for today, Megan Hampson of Meraki Muskoka Studio. She will be a new addition to the Shipyards family starting in October with her stained glass craft. We are about to find out her story. Welcome to the show, Megan. Thank you for having me. So right out of the dock, we want to ask you, what's in your wheelhouse? Go ahead. I was born and raised in Muskoka, and I'm fortunate and blessed to be able to call it home. I feel that in Muskoka, I am constantly inspired by nature, not just Muskoka, but Canada as well. I've sought and found my connection, and it's where I began. Muskoka has an effect on artists like that. In fact, in April 2008, we were designated an arts community because there is something very unique about this area that does inspire people to be creative in in many different ways in many different arts and you have found one of your ways i have it's a real passion of mine stained glass um, the tiffany copper foil method is um, where i have found my niche when did you start doing that many years ago in elementary school they used to have programming called winter electives and while most of my uh, peers would be taking uh, downhill skiing or snowboarding I stayed behind and did the art stuff that was offered, and they would often um, offer watercolor paintings, soapstone carving, stained glass, acrylic, you name it, jewelry making. And I took the stained glass and absolutely fell in love with it. And the woman who taught me is actually the late Jean Yankus from Gravenhurst. And uh, how she taught was incredible, and I was hooked. So from an early age, you've been creating? From an early age, the seventh grade. Wow. Yeah, and I was so enthusiastic about it and so good at it right off the hop that 
um, my parents for Christmas that following year um, bought me a uh, startup kit and I've never looked back and fortunately I've had family and friends that have supported me and nurtured me this whole time and continue to do so 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 um uh, you're still really young, so we won't say how many years <laughs> you've, you've been doing this. It's appropriate. It's, yeah. it's but, 20 plus years on and off because, you know, life has its changes and challenges. And, sure. Yeah. But over the course of time, it really has given you an opportunity to really um, experiment. It has. Skills. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I've in, invested in um, different coursework through other glass artists over the years that has really helped me hone my skills. But I've also done a lot of experimentation with respect to mixed media. And I just, I love being able to just try new things and keep growing and keep moving forward. And I think that that's the most important thing about expression and, um, and putting myself into the work. Right. Yeah, I've always been fascinated with artsy, artsy people. Yes. I, uh, you know, um, you draw inspiration from anything and everything around you. Yes, I do. And you create it. Now, um, when did you say to yourself, I'm going to start selling my pieces? Well, <laughs> I, um, I have no more window space at home. <laughs> <laughs> and I've given gifts for years. And now I'm just at the point where um, I need to do something more with it. And I think it's just the right time in my journey to move forward. And I think COVID, the time, really gave me an evaluative time frame to really decide, like, what do I want to do with this? what I want to do with this and I, I want to share my gifts I want to share my talent and I want to be able to in, invoke feelings in people when they see my work and there's something to be said about light passing through various colors of glass Absolutely. and yeah. sometimes you could sit in a space and look at one of my pieces and it will capture one one look and then you move and navigate to a different part of the room at a different time of the day and it takes on a completely transformative look and that's what I want to capture that's what I want to deliver in my pieces and I I want to be able to share that oh that is just beautiful and uh, it's it's very philosophical too it's like you know looking at <laughs> different angles yeah and it gives you different perspective yeah um, and I wanted to ask you about the name of your company, Meraki Muskoka Studios. What yep. does Meraki mean? So Meraki, um, it's a Greek term, and it means to do something with soul, creativity, or love, and to put something of yourself in your work. And that kind of epitomizes my creative philosophy. And I, I guess you're, you have Greek in, your, in you. I don't, you don't, but... <laughs> I don't, but I, I really love the term. Yes, it is actually a beautiful word. Yeah. Um, what's the biggest piece that you've made? Oh, goodness. Um, probably 20 by 23 inches. Okay. Yeah, I, I enjoy doing panels, but I complete everything from small sun catchers to panels. 
Is there a favorite piece of yours that you keep for yourself? Yes. Um, out west, there is um, a place called Spirit Island, and that is my little masterpiece to date that proudly hangs in my home. It was the first big challenge that I took on after I had taken a couple courses and um, learned some new tips and tricks, and I was super pumped and proud of it. So, And my, it's my husband's favorite as well. <laughs> <laughs> So Megan, what is your process of making your art? The process of stained glass is what made me fall in love with it. Um, I enjoy each part, but I because I I do solely the tif, uh, copper no sugar. Sugar is good. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Oh, okay. We can I, joke around all night. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> The process is what I fell in love with, and it starts with the design. So I, I look for inspiration everywhere, and often it's nature. I really love doing landscapes, um, but regardless of what it is, um, once the design is created, the best part and the most time consuming for me is the glass selection itself. Sometimes you'll have a full, huge sheet of glass and you will have to hold it up to the light and try and see the configurations and the direction and it really is the time to factor in different elements and principles of art and yeah once you find the pieces you cut the pattern you apply it and then you grind it then we foil and then we solder and it's really neat it's my therapeutic outlet from my full-time job and I uh we're going to have to come out and see you work. <laughs> yeah, is your studio like right in your home? It is in my home. Yeah, it's it's pretty tiny, though. I'm not really set up for um, teaching or people, but um, it's my little slice of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> when you mentioned teaching, is that something that you would do if somebody said, would you show me how to do this? No, I'm, I'm not set up for teaching. However, I if someone were to contact me and say, hey, I would like to learn how to do that, I would be able to um, give them information for someone that could teach them. Yeah. And, and what if someone said, um, I have something in mind that I'd like to create, then can they come to you? And Absolutely. I would welcome commissions. Yep. Excellent. Well, that's, that's yep, I'm great. happy to discuss different options and uh, and work with people to create a vision that they may have and I would do my very best to help bring it to fruition. Excellent. Great. All right, kids, we have to take a quick break. We've been talking to Megan Hampson. I'm Bart with JP and you're listening and Heather. Sorry. I don't think you were here last time, maybe. Uh, and you're listening to What's in Your Wheelhouse. By Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay, 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. Sitting in the morning sun, I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Watching the ships roll in, and I watch them roll away. I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay, wasting time. Welcome back to What's in Your Wheelhouse. I'm Bart, and we are here with Heather and JP, 
And our guest for today is Megan Hampson of Meraki Muskoka Studio. So before the break, we were talking about uh, you know the process of um, uh, making your stained glass art. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand there prior are different techniques on how to do or how to make stained glass art. Is there one that you perfect or that you choose you prefer to use? Yeah, I I stick by the copper foil method. There are other methods. Um, there's lead. There's um, glass fusing. There's glass blowing. There's a bunch of different awesome other avenues but I stick with the one that I was taught early on and the one that I've done my best to perfect. And you mentioned a while ago uh, something about Tiffany. Oh the Louis Tiffany method which is the copper foil method Mm. so people might be familiar with his work and most commonly known of the lamps. Yes. Yeah some beautiful works there very inspiring. So, um, and you mentioned a while ago that, you know, Muskoka has inspired you a lot with it has. with um, your art pieces. Um, so what would be, uh, generally be the subject matter of your art pieces? I, t- I love, I typically love to do landscapes, um, but I, I search for connection and it doesn't matter whether it's from a dream, it doesn't matter if it's from a person or a place I've visited or something someone has said. I always try to um, come up with something to showcase that so that I can share it and perhaps inspire others. Like you were saying earlier, um, your favorite pieces from a place that you were at out west. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so did you take a photograph of that? Yep. And yep. bring it home? And yep. Yep. And one of the things that I do enjoy doing is, um, you know, going out amongst nature and taking photographs. Um, and that's the nice part about media is that um, there's there's so many avenues of inspiration. And if I can go on a trip and take a photograph of mountains or uh, waves or just anything and find a way to transform it and create a pattern for glass then I'll do it that's um that's interesting there seems like there might be a small sense of danger though when you're working around all this glass and lead the audience can't see it but I'm sure you're looking at my hands and how cut up they are. <laughs> yes, um, glass is sharp, and sometimes I I get cut, and that's okay. I sometimes don't even know it until I see the blood. <laughs> but um, yeah, and there's um, safety equipment that I do need to wear, so eye protection is a absolute would, must, yeah, um, and sure. you know an apron and different things um, because a solder iron is hot. You've got to be careful. We're working with chemicals. So, yeah. So you have to be in a well-ventilated room as well. Yes, absolutely. Very well-ventilated, yeah. Have you tried other um, subjects for your pieces? Have you tried to venture out of um, nature and... Uh, yep, I... Yeah, I, I'll tackle anything right now, um, especially when it comes to personal challenge. So if that means uh, deviating from landscapes or um, maybe side silhouettes or um, even three-dimensional pieces, that's been something that I've tinkered with a little bit. Also incorporating mixed media, so things like gemstones or embellishments or you name it. 
So if someone approached you and they wanted a particular piece done, would you do it for them? I would certainly discuss it with them to see what we could come up with. <laughs> yeah, I would welcome whatever creative intention there might be. So you did mention about mixed media. So um, how do you incorporate these to your class art? Well, sometimes it's just a matter of um, foiling different items. So I think of gemstones or agates. Sometimes I will etch words onto the glass as well. Um, just that's, lots of that's neat. yeah, lots yeah. of different tinkering. Um, perhaps it's not something that goes in a window. Perhaps it will be um, a garden ornament or you know you. Yeah, stained glass it, it, isn't it, just limited to windows. Yeah, yeah. Ho however, stained glass on a wall is often lost unless it's opaque. Um, but yeah, if if you can think it, I'm pretty sure you can make it. Right? Yeah, pretty <laughs> yeah. sure you can make it. I would I would be willing for the challenge. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, and so I know, um, like my uncle was a stained glass artist, which was... I didn't know that. Yeah. He, oh, I didn't know that. Phenomenal work. Yeah. Uh, he's now since passed, unfortunately, but my mom still has quite a few of his beautiful pieces. And <clears throat> I know with this type of artistry that the choosing of the glass is huge. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you probably have... You know, a hundred different greens to choose from, and, and with texture and movement, and lots of different qualities to it. And that's where the principles and the elements of art come in, because you're trying to factor in all of those. Well, not maybe not all of them, but a lot of them to try and find the perfect piece to cut right. and incorporate. Yes. And that means a huge inventory in your home, because I mean, if you don't sort of have, you know those different textures and colors and stuff within your own home, it's hard to envision it, right? Fortunately, um, we don't live too far from um, some glass suppliers, so if I don't have it, then I I will travel a little distance to try and find what I need. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this I learned from one of the uh, previous um, stained glass art uh, vendors that we had, that red is the most expensive colored glass. Is that true? Some some reds are incredibly expensive, pink and yellow as well. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Like, isn't it the, the process? It must be some sort of the process as as they're putting it. It is. It has everything to do with um, the components that are put into the glass when they make it. Right. Because I know, like red paint, you have to paint like several several coats on a wall. Like mm -hmm. you can't do it in two coats. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there is something to be said about red for whatever yeah. reason when it comes to art. It's different on yeah any media, right? And the colors that are sacred like that, you do your best to minimize waste. Yeah. And I I hold on to scrap and I try to use every little piece that I can. Right. That's yeah. smart. Yeah. 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 For sure. So um, do you, uh, have you sold your pieces anywhere? Right now, um, the Shipyards is going to be my first, my first public venue. Uh, so I'm very so pleased to be part of the Shipyard yeah. family. So thank you for having me. And that will be starting October. And if anyone is interested in contacting me, uh, my website is under construction right now, but will be ready for my October launch. October 1st. October 1st, yeah. On the wheelhouse floor. On the wheelhouse floor. Yeah, that's big exciting. window, yeah, that catches all kinds of afternoon sunlight. So awesome. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. 
So for anybody who would like to follow in your footsteps, do you have any advice for them? I would encourage people to tinker in the arts altogether. Try different things, try different mediums. It, I think it's important to explore and express and just be you. Find, find what you can connect with, find your passion. And if you select something that makes you happy, like glass makes me happy, then hold on to it and invest in it because you're worth it. Absolutely. That's great. Great advice. Great advice. Because um, I think people get discouraged yep. when they get into something and, oh, that didn't work out right or they didn't they didn't get the support that they needed you know to move forward with it and may lose a bit of self-confidence yep and that absolutely happens I can connect with that as well however that being said it's important to remember that it doesn't just happen overnight skills need to be built on and with a growth mindset it's important to just keep trying and keep Keep tinkering. <laughs> and let's not forget, you're only 29, yes. <laughs> well, we would look forward to you coming on board, and that's October 1st, right? So, yes, thank you. Um, I'm very excited. You're our newest artisan coming on board. Awesome. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited yeah, myself. Very yes. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you for sharing your story with us today, Megan. Thanks, Megan, for coming. Thank yes. You. Thank you. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to today's episode. Join us next time for another episode of What's in Your Wheelhouse on Muskoka Magazine. If you missed us, you can listen to a recording of our podcast by going online on muskokaradio.com. We are Muskoka on the Bay, CKAR 88.7 on your FM dial. Take care. Thanks, everyone. Ships and I watch them roll away again I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay Wasting time oh.